Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Tonight, I promise you an entertaining show because it is Saturday night. A lot, I've been listening to a lot of Tom Waits. I grew up listening to Tom Waits. I remember people saying to me, Why are you listening? That guy sounds weird. It's like you don't understand. It's not about that. It, he's a fearless musician. Fearless. He's a performer. Improv. I mean, this basically, you know, Lady Gaga is always talking about improvisation. I hope she borrowed a little from Tom Waits. Tom Waits is so interesting. Not a big seller. And, you know, that really should be beside the point. It's not about selling. I mean, you think, think of the Velvet Underground. Think of how influential they were to alternative rock. And they didn't even they didn't even have a gold record. Who cares? So tonight on the Dr. Zeus podcast, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about oddball performers. Oddball. But I like them. That's the thing. You know, that that's the beauty with certain artists. You feel like that you're their their number one fan. We're not going to go down the road of misery, okay? Remember that? Such a great movie. Scary. I'm your number one fan, Paul. Shh, it's for the best. (laughs) Stay tuned. Dr. Zeus podcast. Welcome back to the Dr. Zeus podcast. It's Saturday night. I don't know. I just felt like doing that. Um, So as I said, I've been listening to a lot of Tom Waits. I've been aware of Tom Waits for a long, long time. People would say to me, turn that off. He's got a scary voice. I said, why is it? It's bluesy. And then he's having fun with it. He's having fun with the audience. This is a character. How much of a character? We don't know. Because the beauty of Tom Waits is he has a form of of, um, amenity that a lot of you can't touch. There's a lot about Tom Waits that we don't know. There's a lot of Tom Waits that I don't want to know. What I, what I will say is that it's, it's good to know, and this shouldn't matter, but sometimes I find comfort in it, is that he is a Sagittarius, born December 7th. You know, Ozzy Osbourne is a Sagittarius. Bruce Lee was a Sagittarius. Frank Sinatra, Keith Richards, need I say more? We are an interesting breed of people. Even Taylor Swift is a Sagittarius. Makes sense because usually, you know, as a Sagittarius, when things bother you, you express yourself. You maybe paint a picture. You write about it. You do a podcast. Okay? Huh. So I've been, you know, Tom Waits' energy, I can relate to it because it's just all over the place. People often tell me your podcast is random. You don't stay on topic. Good. I don't want to. You know, I can relate to what the breeders said, um, Kim Deal and Kelly Deal. They said, you know, how their first act they were doing open mic night and they and the and the thing the microphone fell and they had a giggle fit and the gentleman said to them you will never you you're not professional enough to make it in the music industry and they said thank you and look what they created with the pixies and then the breeders this beautiful alternative rock the breeders have a really good song called iris 
The live version is amazing. Safari. I I love Kim Deal. I love musicians. I love oddball musicians. Like Peaches. I love Peaches. Bjork. Tori Amos. PJ Harvey. PJ Harvey is very interesting because like Tom Waits, PJ Harvey is steeped in the blues. A lot of people don't know things about PJ Harvey. And that's the beauty. I like when my artists, we don't know a lot about them. I don't want to know that you cheated on someone. I don't care. I don't, it doesn't make my life any different. You know, today's big news is so-and-so and and, uh, do they have an open marriage? I don't care. It shouldn't affect you. You shouldn't even judge them because You know, you have things in your closet that you don't want people to know. So simmer down now, okay? I'm talking to a lot of you who are just... The the Facebook feed and the Twitter feed, it's so-and-so cheated. I don't care. What I do care about is that Army Hammer is single. You know, and and he's a good-looking man. Or as Truman Capote would say, he's a good-looking man. You know, I had Army Hammer at my house the other day. And he had two Matisses on the wall. Two were upside down. You will be stunned by his ass and call me by your name. Oh, my God, honey child. That's Truman Capote right there. I mean, I, I could try. I could try it. I could buy it. You know what I mean? And, I, and, I, and he was an oddball, too. Oh, my God. We're talking about oddballs and eccentrics. I am eccentric, and I take comfort that I'm eccentric. I come from a long line of eccentrics. You know, um... It's it's in the DNA. And yeah, sometimes we're out there by ourselves and our ideas are misunderstood. You know. You know what I notice though is when I post a really nice picture of family or or scenery, people, you know, they like it. But then if I post something political, certain people who remain nameless just go ape shit. And so I want to talk to you. Okay? You need to calm down, okay? It's like you have a chip on your shoulder. You know who I'm talking to right now. You have a chip on your shoulder. And the rest of us really don't want to be exposed to that. Go put it, like I said on the show, go put it into your art. Make a wood, a wood statue or something. I don't know. Burning Man. Create your own Burning Man. Industrial music. Light the area on fire. Well, uh, you know, a small campfire and get some marshmallows you know yeah huh i remember when i was in my 20s and my brother's friend he's my friend too he was trying to teach me guitar and it just didn't take and i I later sold him a guitar because i knew i wasn't gonna be able to play it i could sing a little and i remember telling him i just wanted to be tom waits and he's like you want to be tom waits you're crazy and i'm like why he's probably you know as a performer, him and Patti Smith and Lou Reed and even Tool, odd ball performers. Look at Maynard James Keenan. Look at the different hats that he wears. Pucifer. A perfect circle is okay. They're not as oddball as Pucifer. Pucifer is weird, and that's why I like it. Tool is weird because the certain things that they do, but it's a good weird. And, you know, I thought, let's just do a show so that people know I am an oddball and an eccentric. I accept that wholeheartedly. You know, I'm not, I'm not a sports person. I tried. 
I mean, the only see, I like the Olympics. The only sport that actually really interests me is bodybuilding because it's like what they do to achieve that. And yeah, they look like, you know, some people would call them freaks. I like freaks. And I said oddballs and eccentrics, you know, and if they're juicing, they're juicing. That's, you know, that's where we don't judge. We live in such a judgmental fucking world, you know, and nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. And I, there are a lot of hypocrites. Oh, I'm so, so cheated on so and so. And it's like, uh, okay. And what did you do last week, huh? Huh. When I started this podcast, and every time I say that, I think of Barbara Walters. I wanted to do a show about different views. I did. I started the show as a form of expression, you know? I was, I was very unhappy during the day. I was very unhappy in what I did. I didn't, I didn't feel fulfilled. I still don't. And then I do this and I, and I feel fulfilled, you know, this, I would consider my career or I love how Mae West would say career. Well, men, well, men are my career. (laughs) She was an oddball and eccentric. And that's why I loved her. My grandmother loved Mae West. She used to try to talk like Mae West growing up in Oakland, California. You know, I mean, she would watch the movie and then, you know, you basically say back what Mae West says. Oh, why don't you come up and see me sometime? But I, I like how she says career when they're asking her about men. And she's like, men? Men of my career. My hobby is men. What is my greatest ambition? Well, if you come up some, show me some time, I'll let you know. I love that. I, she was an odd ball and eccentric. Very intelligent. Okay. So, you know, I'm not out there trying to be Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is weird to an extent, okay? She's not totally. Well, if you could count the cats, maybe. You know, I mean, I'm not out there trying to be that weird family. with the. They all have the last name with the K in it. I No, I don't get that. They're not oddballs and eccentrics. They're just... Fame huggers. They want it badly. They want fame so much they would sell their own mother for it. Well, they sold out, you know, Bruce and Bruce became Caitlyn. You know, if you notice the men in that family go crazy, go psycho. Rob, Kanye. Here's the thing with Kanye is weird. The last album of his that I really liked was Yeezus because it was electronic. I'd never heard anything. That, that's the beauty of certain artists is when they put out a record that is in the middle. You can't go back. You can't go forward. It's just there. Even Lou Reed, the late Lou Reed was dying. And he took time to write a piece on Yeezus and how good it was. That's saying something right there. Is this icon of cool and of New York underground grit is writing about Kanye West Yeezus. I remember I would go to the gym and I would get on the um, treadmill. And one day I had it in my headphones and the guy next to me leaned in because I had it really loud. I guess he liked what he heard. Didn't say anything to me. I, I you know, you kind of taken back. Is he flirting or is he? Oh, oh, he wants to hear Kanye. Uh, all right. You know, oddballs. And I have a book. That my late professor, I talked about her on here and her um, 
connection to the Marian Anderson, you know, and the Daughters of the American Revolution. She bought me a book one year called Oddballs and Eccentrics because I, I take comfort in that she acknowledged that I'm an oddball and I'm an eccentric, okay? I have a very weird personality. I, it comes from a long line of people. A lot of people in my family are weird, you know, um... Remember, I told you, my father is a scientist. He's a mad scientist. He would tell us things that parents really don't tell. You know, we were not taught about the stork and the baby. No, no, no. We were told what it was. He didn't sugarcoat it. You know, and last year when I had a health scare, he didn't sugarcoat it. He says, well, you know, it's kind of good that you got it. It's kind of good that now you have to go to the doctor. You know, you need to slim down. So, yeah, oddballs and eccentrics. And I look at what's going on in the world, and so many of you are just, I don't know. You know what I'm noticing is that a lot of people, you know, are unhappy, and they they just want to vent. But they want to vent and tear down liberals and tear down Republicans Why don't both of you just shut up? You know, I'm noticing that certain people, and if you notice, if I haven't spoken to you, there's a reason why, is when some of you just go off and off on all these stupid liberals, then am I not your friend anymore? Because, you know, I am a liberal. And I understand both sides. I understand the middle, you know? And, um, yeah. Oddballs and eccentrics. Abraham Lincoln was an oddball and eccentric. Possibly a homosexual. Who knows? Who? Mary Todd Lincoln. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's what drove her crazy. (laughs) It was a marriage of convenience. And I stress that. Teddy Roosevelt was an oddball and eccentric. Okay. They took down that statue in New York of Teddy Roosevelt. And I just thought, and I studied Teddy Roosevelt. Very interesting man. Here's, here's my problem with the stat. I understand. We're angry. Everyone's angry. But you can't get rid of history like that. You just can't. Because then what are you going to go back from? You have nothing to learn from. You look at Germany, and I've said this before, they own up to their past. We need to own up to it. It needs to be there so we can explain what that means. And how we can move on from it. You can't move on from nothing. You just can't. Okay? So, you know, and, I, and I'm not defending the actions. You know, these people, it's, it's cancel culture. I think of someone like George Carlin. George Carlin did a lot of crazy shit. So did Richard Pryor. Are we going to cancel them? No. They're dead. You know, it's just kind of, I don't know. This isn't, the, the information age is interesting. And then it's too much. It's too much. That's kind of why I'm thankful I didn't have social media when I was a teenager. I was a teenager in the 90s. We didn't have that. You already had people spreading rumors about each other. Um, I remember when I was in high school, there were these two girls and they kissed. And I went to a high school to 700 in the country. And th- it was a big deal. People were talking about it in drama class. 
I remember the jocks went crazy. Oh, this I can't fucking believe they did that. And I'm thinking, I didn't say this. Usually I said what I thought. I'm thinking, hell, please. That shit usually turns you on. I know you jocks like to have threesomes. Who doesn't? Come on, get real. And then we were in study hall with her. And we were all huddled around. And my friend, she's really, I haven't seen her in years. Really, always, always the wise one. She says, why did you guys do it? And the one girl's like, because we wanted to. Because we wanted to. To express themselves. Didn't mean they were lesbian. Didn't, you know, and that was the era of labels. It was like, if you immediately did something, you fit a label. You fit a personification. And I was talking about this last night. And one of my friends from high school said, oh, I wish, she said she wish she would have came out. In high school, and I'm thinking, I'm glad I didn't because, you know, that was a point where you don't know yourself. You don't want to over-accelerate things that you don't know, feelings that you haven't, you know, felt yet. Um, stepping out. <laughs> Isn't, yeah. I have those stickers on my shoes because, you know, I, as I said, I, I grew up in the country. So when I go for a walk, now I feel like Martha Stewart... I love Martha Stewart. You know what? When people, oh, well, she did the insider trading. Well, you know, they really went after her because she was a woman. She was a successful woman. And I, and I really enjoy her. I enjoy her attitude on life, um, aging, because, you know, you're, you're always learning. That's, that's, people have asked me, you know, what's, what's, what's the secret? Because, you know, I'm, I'm a big kid at heart. So I'm always learning. And so my brain is always, you know, oh, okay, I didn't know that. So that kind of keeps you young. Or I wouldn't say kind of, it, it does. It keeps you young, keeps you interested in life, you know. And like I said, I'm an oddball and eccentric. And another oddball and eccentric whom... My grandmother had a crush on, and I, and I could see why. Who is a good-looking man? Is Yul Brenner? Yul Brenner. I mean, you think of Hollywood. Every, all the men had hair or hair pieces. Here's Yul Brenner. You know, ethnic, this bald head, that voice. You know, um, I can honestly say, growing up, I used to watch the t- Ten Commandments just to see Ramses. It's like, screw Moses. Look at Ramses, all shirtless. And he's, he's the pharaoh. And he's got that voice. He's got that voice. He's got that control. And, um, yeah. So I can, I, I'm watching, what is it? The Brothers of, what's it called? I, I want to be able to say it right. But, oh, yeah. You know, I haven't watched the Ten Commandments in a while. But I can see, you know, I, I was attracted to to uh, Yul Brenner, especially in Ten Commandments. I was like, ooh, Ramses, do your worst to them. And then, of course, he was in Westworld, the movie version. You know, a lot of these TV shows come from movies. Westworld was somewhat successful. Um, okay, here's what I'm watching right now. What is it? I wanted to speak it. The Brothers Karamazov. Karamazov. Okay. I actually have that movie. It's a, it's a good movie to watch. Maximilian Schell's sister is in it. She kind of looks like a, a Jessica Lange type, you know? I don't know. American Horror Story right there. Oddballs and eccentrics. Lucille Ball was an oddball and eccentric. Ball, ball, ball. Yeah. 
you know? So why are we talking about oddballs and eccentrics? Because I noticed that everyone wants to be part of a team. Everyone wants to be popular. Well, it doesn't hurt to be the odd man out. You know, I was raised you don't be a fo- that you're not a follower and a lot of you want to follow blindly. You know, um the love generation, they all wanted to be flower children. And then you have the doors that are like, "Come on, baby, light my fire." You know? So, yeah, or I I look at some of my friends who are crying because they're single and no one want, you know, they they all their other friends aren't. And it's like, you know, um Yeah, I I don't want to I I I don't get that. I don't get why all of so many of you want to have what others have. You know, I don't want to be with anyone. I really truly don't. I want to have someone on the, you know, that I can call. Yeah, you know. Or as Alanis Morissette so famously said, you're my best friend, best friend with benefits. Thank you. Yeah. That was in Head Over Feet. I remember listening to that as a teenager and thinking, what's that? And it's like, oh, I've, I've been there, done that. It was fun. That was a beauty. You know, there's no... There's no strings attached. Some people don't like that. I like it. Um, I'm not, well, I'm not going to mention them because you know what? They're all in the news right now for what they did. I don't care. Stop judging people. Just stop the judgment. You know, it's like friends who have had three ways. I won't judge you. That's what you want to do more. Hey. The couple that plays together stays together, okay? Oddballs and eccentrics. And some of my good friends are oddballs and eccentrics. I mean, it's like we all play in sandbox together, you know? And I thought, what better time than to talk about oddballs and eccentrics? Plus, you know, I, there's no one really around, so I can just talk. I can enunciate. I thought the other day about buying a microphone for this. And then I thought, no, because, you know, Anchor has their microphone and I just use the phone and do it. And I have to speak a certain way, you know, and so that all of you can hear me and I can broadcast. I know how to broadcast. It's not really that hard. Some people can do it better than others. The person that I think about who could really do it better than others, of course, is my compadre at Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Both him and his wife have radio voices, just perfect. Or I wouldn't say perfect because we're not striving for perfection, but they have the right sound. And I, and I get a lot of knowledge from Shit Happens When You Party Naked. It's interesting. I would consider them oddballs and eccentrics. I don't know of anyone who loves James Bond films that much. There are certain James Bond films that I like. I remember as a kid, we would go on vacation, a James Bond film would come on. And one of them, I forget which one, I think it was when Connery came back. And Connery was, I mean, I for my money, he's one of the best. Good looking, dangerous, Scottish, you know? And there was that one where he slept with the woman. And so she's like, oh, we've got time to kill. 
And I'm watching that as a kid and thinking, whoa. And then later on, he shoots her with something and she blows up. So I thought, whoa, that was a hot romance right there. You know, the Daniel Craig movies. Here's the interesting thing. I remember watching Casino Royale in the theater. I have not watched it since I saw it in the theater because I can't watch it on a small screen because it was so grand. It was so grandiose. The same could be said for Skyfall. I remember seeing Skyfall. It was my brother, my sister-in-law. We go and we watch it. And Adele, Adele opens the movie with that song, Skyfall. Probably one of the greatest James Bond themes next to Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings. I love Paul McCartney. But I also love um, uh, Duran Duran's, you know, A View to Kill. That's an interesting song right there. And and Chris Cornell's, you know, um, Casino Royale theme. But Adele's Skyfall. And then the movie itself. So seeing it in the theater. And I remember when one day they were watching it on the TV. And the TV's pretty big. And all I could think was, it's just not the same. And it, it belongs in the theater. You know, if I had my own built-in theater, I would watch it all the time. Okay. Maybe one day that's what the podcast money will buy. You know, um... Because I believe in my show. I believe it. You know, I made the stickers. I still, these are COVID times. I was just starting to send those stickers out. I have the magnets, you know. I I felt very proud, not so much of myself, but of the show. And you have to be careful of pride. And I thought, you know, it's a show. It's, and I have to do it. Some people say, you don't have to do it. No, I do. I have to do it. You know, it's like eating and breathing. Which is, I need to go and eat, and I need to go for a jog in a little bit, because time is of the essence, you know? So, but I thought, you know, it's important. Saturday, I've always said I would record a longer show for you all, you know, because we all have a lot to say, especially in these crazy times. And I thought, well, you know, if I do a longer show... Then we get more into the crux of the situation. Oddballs and eccentrics. Tony the Tiger is an oddball and eccentric. Need I say more? I mean, there's so many. I'm currently listening to David Sedaris' new book, Calypso. And it's interesting. It's um, David, David Sedaris' whole family are oddballs and eccentrics. I mean, look at his sister, Amy Sedaris. You know, her humor and his humor is very interesting. And I and I love it. I love both of it. You know, I remember years ago, Letterman, who is also an oddball and eccentric, did a show where I think they taped it at four in the morning. And so they had Amy Sedaris walking through her neighborhood of Christopher Street and Showing people, oh, you know, this is one of 11 porno shops in my neighborhood. Yeah. Need I say more? Or she was like, oh, that's for, you know, massage parlor, you know, soul release. I thought that's hilarious. I loved it. Um, And, you know, I want to go back to Tom Waits. Tom Waits is not just this singer, songwriter, blues man, because I consider him a blues man. He's an actor. 
He's a writer. He is, you know, an improv his, you know, God, what we could. Well, I could say he's he's vaudeville. He's a vaudevillian. And vaudeville doesn't even really exist anymore. But in Tom Waits, it does. His music is rock. His music is blues. His music is R&B. His music is soul. His music is spoken word. You know, the earlier stuff, singer-songwriter, you know, um, The Life of Saturday Night, <coughs> um, Downtown Train. Um, there's one, was it Chris, a Chris, uh, Christmas card from a hooker? That's a funny one. Or I hope I don't fall in love with you. He did a duet with Bette Midler. I think he was with Bette Midler at one point before he met his wife. And that's the beauty of it. That's all we know about Tom Waits. We don't need to know any more about his personal life. And the same I could be said for the current celebrities who are in the news for their red table. That's all I'm going to say. I don't care. A lot of you place too much on that. Oh, that makes me aspire to be like them. Be yourself. I'm going to take a page from Fiona Apple, another oddball and eccentric. I'll never forget. The Fiona Apple wins that MTV award. Remember that? Causes a big brouhaha and says, everyone who's watching this world, this world is bullshit. And she says, you shouldn't, you shouldn't base your life on what, what we think is cool and go with yourself. And I agree right there. Go with yourself. You shouldn't look at people in the media and think, oh, I want a marriage like theirs. No, 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 no. You should want your own marriage, okay? Your own rules, your own way of seeing things, your own way of the divine, okay? People often ask me, where do you see yourself? I just see myself continuing forward because life just keeps on moving. You rest, and, I, and it always bothers me when people say, oh, rest when I'm dead. Well, you know, you actually do need rest to let your mind, you know, re, um, repair itself because there's a lot of push and shove that your brain goes through throughout the day. And then dreams. Dreams are interesting. Dreams and the serotonin and everything, you know, the science of it all. Um, I could go into it, um, but I don't want to. You know, it's a, it's, I mean, we're not ready for the Freudian. And even Freud was a very flawed person and he was an oddball and eccentric, you know, and he, and he had very, very crazy viewpoints and died of uh, cancer, died of cancer in exile in England, you know. Uh, people think of him as the, the godfather of psychology and he really, Yes and no, because it was flawed, because he'd single people out. He was sexist. He was homophobic. Maybe he was a homosexual. I don't know. Who knows? Psychology and that, it kind of rubs together. I know the words that I'm choosing right here, you know, oh, God, you could just slap me with a steak or a ham, a steak, because I can't eat pork, you know. But these oddballs and eccentrics are what make life interesting. You know, and that's why I, I, I gravitate towards someone like Tom Waits. That, to me, is interesting. That holds my attention. 
that holds my attention more than some pop star gyrating, you know, lip syncing to the music. That always bothered me. You know, it's like you see so you see an artist that you like and they're lip syncing. Yeah, I know they all do it. TLC. And then it's like, are you kidding me? And then they give an excuse why. You know, as a performer, you're supposed to give the audience their money's worth. You know, if it's not perfect, if it's not perfect, who cares? But you should at least give them that live experience. And that maybe perhaps makes me an oddball and eccentric is that I want that live experience. I don't want lip syncing puppet. Okay. So when Tom Waits gets up there and jumps around and screams into the microphone and then sings and then pulls you in. That, my friends, is what a performer, that is the P in performer right there. I'm going to get real there. Just like Patti Smith. Patti Smith, you know, an example of an artist who is raw and visceral and will get you with that poetic pen. And, you know, Lou Reed, same thing. All of these really great artists. Her oddballs. Even Bono of U2 is an oddball and eccentric. You know, and that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of of these artists. Salvador Dali, whom I loved, was an oddball and eccentric. Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo did not give a shit. And she's an oddball and eccentric. That's people often ask why she loved Diego Rivera. He was not a man to look at. And it was because they were drawn to each other. They were both oddballs and eccentrics. Okay? They find comfort in one another, okay? So it's beyond that that veneer of everything, that the emotions are stronger than the look. The feelings are stronger than the look, okay? <sighs> As Chuck D said, I could go on and on to the break of dawn. Another oddball and eccentric, you know? Um... I often watch those live streams of George Strombolopoulos. I hope I said your name right. He is an oddball and eccentric. Those are people that I'm drawn to. And it doesn't hurt that he has referred to Tom Waits as dad. I can understand that. I can understand that. The, even Keith Richards. Keith Richards is interesting. Oddball and eccentric. Mick Jagger. Oddball and eccentric. I could name them all. Yule Brenner, who I'm watching right now on screen, was an oddball and eccentric. He didn't look like anybody else in Hollywood. He didn't act like everybody else in Hollywood. Okay? He had that voice. He had that, that look, that face. You didn't know what he was going to do in the scene, but you always knew that it was going to be interesting and it was going to be memorable. And so that's why these oddballs and eccentrics are interesting. And people like to write them off. They like to write them off. Oh, they're so odd. And it's, it's cult. It's, a, it's a art house behavior. Like an art film. Yeah. That's probably why I, I, I love the movie Anti-Mame. She was an oddball and eccentric. You know, and Rosalind Russell played her perfectly. She played her on the Broadway stage, and then she played her in the movie. She should have won an Oscar for it. She didn't. And 
whenever I'm down or whenever I want to feel really good and colorful, I put on anti-mame. The book is hilarious. The book is hilarious. You know, the movie is just, oh my God, the movie is a banquet. Recently, I purchased something and I had engraved on it, life is a banquet, anti-mame, because these oddballs and eccentrics. Stephen King is an oddball and eccentric, probably one of the most successful writers of all time. And his ideas are different than many. And that's what I like about him. Cher is an oddball and eccentric. I mentioned two people on Twitter who probably have the most entertaining tweets. Mark Hamill, also, you know, the Joker right there. I mean, we don't just know him as Luke Skywalker. It was years before I realized, oh, that's the voice of the Joker. Hello, Batman. (laughs) Oh, Batman, light up my life. It's perfect. And I know we're not striving for perfection, but it's the Joker, okay? (sighs) You know, he was really good in the, the Force Awakens films. He really, really was. There was that fight between... Kylo Ren is just... And he said, hey, Kylo Ren, I got you beat. And it's probably one of the most amazing fights I've ever seen in a Star Wars film. It was not perfect. And those new Star Wars films had flaws, you know. But I'm not going to mention their flaws. And that, you know, I miss that. I miss that we can't go to the movies, but we all need to get healthy. Something has to be done about this. And this is where the oddball and eccentric comes out in me. And it's like, you know what? As long as this takes, just let everyone get healthy. Okay? If you're feeling cabin fever, go outside. Go for a drive. Go for a walk. But don't. Don't. Go after people who want you to wear a mask. Okay? There's a reason for that. As always, unpleasant dreams.